0: medicine i am dr sunshine one of your co-hosts and then i'm also joined by my lovely co-host we have dr chris hey guys amy joe md hey y'all and dr nono hey so before we start this episode and get all in the mix of things i have a couple things that i have to kind of do some uh some little maintenance on. So the couple things that I'm being held accountable for that I've been reminded that we need to talk about. So <laughs> number one, I'll be exciting. Um, number one is a quick thing that my friend asked me to, to talk about. So my friend, <laughs> which is kind of random, but kind of simple. She was like, Hey, can you guys just tell us really quick? Like which one of you guys is actually like, on your um like on your default picture for the podcast like which one is which she's like i know you personally so i know which one you are she's like but Uh which of the which of the pictures is which of the mds and i'm like i thought that i'm like i'm like well if you would have followed our instagram account uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. dr no no posted when we started this podcast i think it's i think it's one of those instagram stories that like always stays there you know how you have the ones that you can kind of like pin it Um, I'm I'm like if you go on our Instagram I'm pretty sure it tells you which one of us is which but she's like well maybe you guys have newer listeners that don't know she's like because I've been a listener this whole time and I don't know I know who you are because I know you and I'm like that's fair
1: fair wait it's on our webpage too though Yeah,
2: it's on
0: our website with the bios so
2: okay so if you go to our so our main IG page there's two pinned uh, stories that are titled website and subscribe under website, it's it goes over like our actual website, the www.thechocolatemds.com. and it also includes our bios that you know talk more about you know where we come from, where we what we're doing, where we're at, what we specialize in. So that's all pinned onto our IG account. Um, there also are separate posts that I post uh, I posted when we first started out, like what two years ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago. Um, And that's like, you know, further back posts, but I guess I could make it more clear and just have like a separate pinned post for just our bios only. But if you want to like see us in you know, our bios personally, then just go to our website and it's all listed right there.
0: And then for simplicity, for those of you that are very lazy, because I can recognize with the people who are lazy, in fact... <laughs> um, I- <laughs> As Dr. Chris is like, yeah, <laughs> like, me. Me. like me, literally, me. if you're just looking, if you're looking at our faces, <laughs> and you're listening to the podcast right now, the order from left to right is Dr. Sunshine, Amy Jo MD, Dr. Nono, and then Dr. Chris, that is the order that is on the the title, you know, picture that you guys see when you click on our podcast. So true that's number that's number one so she was like "Can you please tell us which one of you is which i'm like but at the end of the day they're still like bitmojis so maybe hopefully in the future you guys will actually see our faces but not now maybe in the future um the second order of business that came to me abruptly that i was reminded of is that i was supposed to remind all of us on this podcast to talk about insecure because at the time that we were supposed to talk about insecure the time we were supposed to talk about insecure chris didn't watch it And then when Chris did watch it, we talked about it a little bit, but like off air. So then somebody was like, um, excuse me, can we still get y'all thoughts on Insecure? (laughs) I was like, oh, I completely (laughs) forgot about that.
1: Oh (laughs) my gosh.
0: So yeah, so now it's a little far removed. But if you ladies did have any thoughts on Insecure, we've kind of shared a little bit. We didn't even go too deep. We shared amongst ourselves. But um, this is now a time set aside that should have happened a month ago about our thoughts on Insecure and its final season and the finale.
2: I'm just mad it ended. I really thought they could have maybe pushed one more season out of it, but ugh, it it was such it was such a good series and i'm I'm really sad that they ended it, but you know i guess I guess they ended on a a decent note, but yeah, I mean, I thought the ending was appropriate. I think it tied up a lot of loose ends um <laughs> why'd you call it decent? I, it was decent. She's from I, Chicago I, now, right? It's decent. It's decent. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I feel like
2: they could have. I feel like they probably could have got one more good season out of it. Um, so I feel like they just, they kind of ended it a little bit prematurely. But you know, I I don't think people were complaining about that. So
1: I have so many feelings about I, so much so that um I really want to go back and like watch the whole series all over again. That's just
3: mm-hmm.
1: I love the ending first of all. Well. Of course, like everybody, I I always want more. Like I would have taken another episode. But I think that I liked how they like live through birthdays. Because in reality, that's like life. If anybody's busy, I think you can appreciate that. These days, the time is flying by and you only recognize it through birthdays, marriages, baby showers right now. Right. Like that's just kind of, you know what it is. So I thought, you know what, that's very relatable. But can I say I was thank you. Thank you for Molly. Like, just thank you because I think it gave a narrative that we just don't get to see. You know, a lot of the narratives about educated Black women that are kind of showing or expressing their difficulties with navigating dating, you know, dating people that is not working out, you know, complicated relationships. Like, she had it all. And if you watch traditional movies, they're always like, given the narrative, like, here's this, here's this Black woman. She's made so much money. She's so professional, but she can't find anybody. So she needs to go and find the dude that looks a little homeless, you know, dust him off, <laughs> date his rusty ass, you and talk about the Tyler Perry. That's, a, that's mm-hmm.
0: a Tyler Perry formula. <laughs> you know, it, it is a
1: Tyler Perry formula. But everybody kind of follows it. Like, in all the movies, it feels like, you know, there has to be, like, this humbling moment where she identifies some severe deep flaw and because of that she steps down to meet this guy and then she realizes that she can live ever happily ever after with him now if that's a woman's choice I think that that's fine but it also doesn't speak to the fact that well maybe he just hasn't found her yet or she hasn't found him and so I appreciated that she was still her whole self in all her flaws and all her amazingness met this guy had this amazingly you know, open, honest, you know, like relationship. Like when they was high at that party, I was in love with them. I was like, oh yeah, I love them. And how she was just oh, like, yo man, I'm a little nervous because every time I do this, it kind of gets messed up and it still works out. And she marries a a good guy, right? Yeah. And I thought, thank you for showing a black woman that was flawed, that was complicated, but that was successful and complex and and let her marry Mm-hmm. Why can't she get the fairy tale wedding too? Like I just appreciated that part of it. I was so happy for that.
2: I always thought he was super because when they first portrayed, you know, her partner, I always thought that he was super stuck up and that you know this would never like this workplace romance would never work out. But I, I think once they kind of got to know each other a little bit better, you you kind of saw more of him kind of opening up to Molly and being a little bit more vulnerable, you know. And when they actually went to the party they both ate way too many edibles and ate all the part you know the goodies at this party it was actually like the first sense that we got that you know you know you're you're, you're you are a superwoman at your job and what you do but you know this is kind of like the first time we're able to see you in an element where you're not you know, you're not constantly working at, you know, 120%, you know, you're able to kind of lay back and just be yourself with this person. And I thought the episode was hilarious. I, I, I both, I think they played that part both very, very well. And I think after the end of that, I was like, you know, for sure, these two, these two are a match made in heaven. Like they're going to, they're going to be great for each other. And at the end of the day, they were, so that was, that was a great, um, great editing on their part. So
0: Well, I also think that it highlights another thing, which is that initially, and he was ahead of this project and ahead of this lawsuit and this and that. So when Molly started to chime in and stuff, he felt he felt intimidated. So for the first few seasons, when you saw them interact with each other, yeah, that was not like love at first sight. Like she was like, (laughs) like, and I think that you know that's something that also happens in the workplace as well. But they both I mean but it's also work and you're getting used to a new environment because remember molly switched firms so yeah, yeah. you know that's I thought that that was also relatable because sometimes it's not always the person that you're like oh my gosh I met you for the first time googly eyes like that's yeah. not life either you know because he had to open up she had to open up their job had them where they had to be on projects together they got to know each other and then it grew so I think that that's also very relatable
1: Yeah, I thought I thought it was really interesting. And plus, they both have these high profile jobs. And it's all about power struggle. Right. And that's, that's the thing. Like Molly was not gonna, she's like, Oh, you're not gonna come for me. I am bad, right? (laughs) So I'm on top of my stuff, right? And then then she kind of went behind him and to get ahead because he wasn't letting her in. And then he got mad that she did that. And the reason why he was mad is because she was a woman and she did that. If it was another man, would he have gotten that mad? Probably not. You see what I'm saying? So it was, you know, it was that power struggle. But they were able to- I loved it. Yeah, I like that. I like that she did get that fairy tale. I did like how they did it because, like, I saw... I felt like their friendship was really... It wasn't like... They didn't put it like, oh, you know, we're friends and it's great and it's always fun. No, it's hard to maintain relationships. And they showed Mm -hmm. that. Because it is. You have to put in work. It's not easy. Like, just because we've been friends for years, like, we're just automatically going to be friends. No, life gets in the way. You got
0: to, like... Work at it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Since you brought up friends, I'm actually going to bring up uh, one of the things that you guys argued with me about, and I understand that like we were not on the same page at all, and we're probably still not on the same page. But Mm. throughout this entire season, like Lawrence, missed me with that because I told y'all from the get go. I told y'all from the get go. I'm like Lawrence should not be at. Any of these things. But throughout this entire season, I was like, yo, this is a situation that's playing out, and I wouldn't even have it play out like this. Because at the end of the day, why is Lawrence at all of these functions when Lawrence shouldn't even be? Like, Issa and Lawrence broke up. All this, like, oh, we're still extending an invite to Lawrence to come to this baby shower and to come to this. And oh, he came to the going away party. And oh, he came to the why is Lawrence present? Because at the end, and listen, me and my best friend already argued about this, and that's fine. Because at the end of the day, I was like, listen. These are, this is Issa and Issa's friends and Issa's friends. They all know each other from college. Okay. And I get it. When you're dating somebody for a while, like Issa and Lawrence were dating for a a long time, over five years. And Mm -hmm. Lawrence and I get it. Lawrence got very close with Issa's friends. These are, this is Issa's group that he got close with. But then now that you and Issa break up, my homegirls are still extending you an invite to these, to these functions. But, so, but then we should be friends. Y'all jumping on me already. Now listen. Now listen, I get it. While while he was dating issa, it's like, oh, well, you know, Tiffany is married to Derek, and Derek is like, oh, Lawrence is my boy, and blah blah blah. But Derek, listen, Derek is different though. Derek also went to college with them. So these are Issa's friends, and Issa also knew Derek from college. They all know each other from college. This is a whole group, and Lawrence is the outsider. Now, if you as Derek, like decided to be like, oh, you know, my wife got her group of friends and all oh, that one friend's dating a dude. His name's Lawrence. He's cool. We go. We go we kick it. Derek, you knew what this was when you came in here. Issa and Lawrence ain't married. They could break up at any minute. This is what happens when you start mixing. When you when you start mixing people that you're dating with your friends and the lines get blurry. And all of a sudden you're trying to live your best life and at your homegirl who's supposed to be your best friend. Even though we know Tiffany and Issa are not really friends, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. <laughs> so now your best friend, now your best friend is inviting your ex dude to this function. When she know but, that you bring in your dude you're currently dating, that's a mess. But if they're not really friends, what's the problem? If are what's the
2: problem? You are right. That Tiffany and Issa are more, I see them more as acquaintances. Like, I don't really see so them the as problem? super close friends. Because when Issa, whenever Issa has a problem, he's not reaching out to um, Tiffany. She's reaching out to Molly molly and also um natasha uh natasha's character like she never Belly? i've never seen her yeah. reach out for anything the time. throughout the, the the duration of the series so i, I understand that. but like you Listen. know guys like guys all have like their own little clique they make their own little friend group so even though lawrence was seen as the outsider he was able to form those uh those friendships and those relationships with the other guys like in that clique And that's how he cemented his place within that friend circle. So that's why he was so invited.
0: Where are your friends, Lawrence? Where are your friends? Where are your friends who have nothing to do with Issa? That's who you should be kicking it with right now. Because this is Issa's group. These are Issa's friends. So now we're going to make the whole situation awkward for Issa and her trying to date and date other people because y'all keep inviting her ex-dude to all these functions. This is messy, and it doesn't have to be. But what about
1: his homeboy? What about his homeboy? The one he he stayed with. The one he stayed (laughs) with when... um, What about his homeboy? The The problem was... was Yeah, his homeboy. Him and his homeboy were cool, but then his homeboy and... Was tight with uh, Tiffany's husband, yeah, so that's also that makes it. Chaz an and issue. Derek, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So now, now listen, now listen. I don't know the extent of how Chaz knows Derek. He might have been in a college crew too. I do not know, but I get it. I get it because over time, this this bro unit has formed. It was Lawrence and Chaz and Derek, and I get that. I get that. But if I'm if I'm Tiffany, oh, pause. I could never be Tiffany, but <laughs> like I I would not allow like. Me and Derek would have to have a real conversation. I'm like... Yeah, but see, but the other thing, too, is
1: just because just because he's there, that don't mean that it's got to be that awkward. You just don't got to talk to them.
0: <laughs> they're not good at closure. Even mm-hmm. that whole conversation they had in front of the goddamn car when he scooped her from the airport this season, they just did a mutual nod. Like She's like, oh, I can't. He's like, oh, I know. Like, oh. Oh, 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 okay. And that was it. No, y'all need to talk about this shit and get closure. And Damn, that's how we closure? That's that's how we grow. That's how we grow and that's how we move so on. So were you mad when they got together, become, though?
2: That's
1: the question.
0: You know, he's mad how, when they got together.
2: Like, he wasn't looking mm-hmm. for closure from Issa because we already... Well, I mean, you guys already told me that he was in an open relationship with Condola. He was only... Or not open. What's the word? He was in, like, a co-parenting relationship with Condola. So he was technically still on the market. He just has a baby. So... You but I'm saying
0: that was a. But I'm saying that was a prime moment for them to actually have a deep, open, honest conversation and allow each of them to get full understanding and completely allow each other to move on from the situation. But they didn't do that. So now you have this weird energy going on where, like, you know, Lawrence is co-parenting and trying to figure out his life. East is trying to date, but it's not really going well. And here y'all go mixing best. Your best friends keep inviting both of you to functions, which is insane. And then all of a sudden, it's like a recipe for disaster. This yeah. is like just. Yeah. Yeah. for dramatic They can't effect.
1: get it to shut down at all. Like you,
0: you can't because no one's handling anything like an adult and then here you go having this whole like Nathan and Lawrence exchange at the at the goddamn like
1: right. side No, no like, but what was, what was what was out of control is when he decides that oh, this is the time when he wants to tell Issa how he feels Right. I'm like, really? Sir, this if you don't time. Right. because right he doesn't have
0: closure. No, I don't care. And because, and and because he's spoiled
1: and he's <laughs> a jerk, right? Like, you, do we have to talk about this right down, Like, don't act like right. you ain't see me coming here with somebody so you know right. the hell. And just because you're feeling, like, all emotional, like, I can't live without you. What about right. you without me? But, like, can you
2: text me that? <laughs> but- <laughs>
1: like right, right you you to say that right now i didn't appreciate
2: him having to have trying to have a whole like you know like existential crisis like at this party when like uh isa's current boyfriend was currently already there yeah, yeah. so y'all can like call it me afterwards and not make a scene at this party like that that was yo text me
0: all these situations do not have to happen and uh, y'all i'm 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 yo
1: <laughs>
0: i i feel you yo all of these circles on each especially, especially towards the beginning of the season when Tiffany and Derek invited Lawrence to the, to the, to the what was it? The baby the shower? The baby
1: shower. Yeah. No, wasn't it
0: the they baby invited, shower? No, the birthday party. No, First birthday. Yeah. They, yeah, they invited they invited Lawrence to the birthday party. And they were like, Yeah, and bring Condola and bring the new baby for real? Are you serious? Because right it now?
1: was for babies. It lo- looked like more like a party.
0: I get it. I get it. Issa wasn't there and that's yeah. fine because Issa was doing other things and she got to hear from Kelly and Tiffany and all of them about it after the fact when they had their whole like we're blazing and bonding day. Fine. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I cannot even imagine one of my homegirls inviting my ex-dude with his new girl and their new baby to a place where I might actually show up. That's so wild. Like, I can't even think about that. I can't yeah. even, like, I can't yeah. picture one of my homegirls being like, hey, girl. So, uh, I'm, I, I just can't even. I can't. Maybe my homegirls build different. Uh, maybe I'm built different. I don't know. Now, you know, can't. Tiffany,
1: you know, even, though if, even if they brought it up, Tiffany was like, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the yeah.
0: I, and Tiffany flawed too because Tiffany was the one who even linked up Condola and Lawrence in the first place, so she flo on so many levels. Look at we started oh, Tiffany. I, I forgot about that she sure but did. But did she really
2: link them up like that? Yeah. She just—they
0: were just at the party. She did not even tell Issa that Condola was dating Lawrence. But she said she didn't know. Issa, is, who didn't know? Tiffany she didn't did? know at first that that who? was the guy she knew she no! was dating somebody and no, she met at the party no, that's no. not true chris, <laughs> oh. sorry i gotta add that okay. out too chris you need to rewatch that episode okay. Issa's literally sitting there across the desk from condola and right. they're talking about the event and all yes. that stuff and then condola gets the flowers or whatever yes. and she's like oh yeah this I is my that. dude blah blah blah, blah, blah right blah. and then tiffany comes on swooping in and then tiffany yeah she was like, like oh, oh the guy that you met but she didn't know who the guy
1: was it seemed as this- though she didn't know
0: there were only like two or three guys at the baby shower tiffany knew who it was
2: so (laughs) tiffany tiffany and condola were friends essentially so that's how she got the invite to all these events because tiffany and condola were actually like (sighs) friends before they met so that would have been Mm -hmm. super messy if they were like if tiffany was like hey I know y'all used to date like my ex girl and everything and just to create not no drama. Like you just not fill up, you know, that I think y'all. that would not go over well. So that's probably why mm-hmm. she's sunshine
1: is not filling. She's not. Y'all,
0: feeling this is, this is poor. This is poor handling of things across the board. But I think it's, <laughs> but I, but I think it's also, I think it's also because like in my head I'm very black and white. So if I'm done with something, I'm done with it. And don't like, I, I just, I'm I in my life. I just move a little differently. And I have to move that way in my life, otherwise my life gets real complicated. So <laughs> I, I, I'm very, I'm very black and white. Like,
1: I mean, who hasn't had, except for Dr. Sunshine, you know, who hasn't had some gray zone, some gray zone remnants uh, I mean, you know, where you where you surely weren't like, I might go back, right? Mm-hmm. But you did not tie the knot and burn the ends the way you should have. Mm-hmm. And so there was always this play that you could mm-hmm. give. in it. I think a lot of people, except for D- Dr. Sunshine has mm-hmm. been through, you know, those scenarios. And now, of course, in hindsight, I will tell you from experience, long-term should have cut it off. Right. None of, none of those gray zone relationships ever served me well at all. And, and, and I should have ended them when the, when the initial, you know, event happened, but you know, you don't. You live and you learn.
0: Why do all these events keep happening? Why do they all need to involve Lawrence and Issa and Nathan? And what why is all of this happening together so often? I hear
1: you. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Any friend that I have, if you dating somebody, we all cool. I know you, we cool. Once my once the my friend decides to stop dating this person, I literally forget that you exist. I'm
0: thinking
1: <laughs> I just do. That's I don't necessarily to need to but I do like if you talk about like oh remember that dude I'm like which one what's his name right right yeah I'm horrible with names and I'm also horrible with names <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I might not I might not yeah. remember it. You you can right. So we also I mean also I we have to remember, remember right?
2: we have to remember at the end of the day this was it's a drama series so if there wasn't some level it's, of drama but it's, but it's there like, would be it's it's supposed to it's like real life
1: okay create But y'all to answer the question, so is anybody mad that Issa and Lawrence ended up
2: together? I'm not mad about that.
0: I like that storyline. I, like I just did. didn't like. I just didn't like all these little kerfluffles that kept happening <laughs> along the way. And I'm like,
2: I mean, it took a lot. It took a lot of uh, theatrics to kind of get to like the end game of what I think most people were expecting was going to happen. But you know, we we got there, and now they are actually together, and that's the end of it. So I think they it was a good. It was a good end to the series. But getting there was not pretty whatsoever. But wait, so nobody's ever been out somewhere.
1: And had an ex or uh, something roll up on them while they were like talking to somebody else and was like, I'm Yo, can we remember, talk right I'm now? To
0: what, when that I definitely happened. have
1: had somebody pull a Lawrence on me before. Really? And I was like, Oh. You mean like they want to yeah. really
0: talk about their feelings and have a real yeah, hard conversation? Yeah, like,
1: oh, oh. No, I haven't had okay. that. Wow, no. that's really yeah. awkward. Like, ee, uh, you don't see me uh, other right hard. here? <laughs> I wasn't in a relationship with the person that you know was that I was conversing with when you know this when person pulled happened. up but they definitely pulled up like skirt. like wait a minute what
3: like
2: what are you doing here we're breaking hearts out here in Chicago Amy Joe. goodness I'm not surprised
0: I had stuff happening oh to me gosh. in college but not 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 in my not in my adult life not in my adult life.
1: Not well. Not in my adult life. I well. I don't remember. Because like in
0: college, in college it's harder to navigate because you're on the same campus. And you never know who might just pop up. <laughs> so you're like, That's oh, true. Snap. That's
1: true. What this are you is doing here you're on the college <laughs>
2: campus? Girl, I trying to survive orgo and biochem. I had no time for relationships whatsoever. So this all happened post college. <laughs> mm. Listen, right. that was my main. But I'm
0: not. But I'm not upset that her and Lawrence ended up together. Like that doesn't bother me at all. In fact, if you ask some people, they say that this show is actually really more so about Lawrence than it is about Issa. I disagree because we had a whole season without Lawrence even being in it. Like a whole I know. season Yeah, Lawrence. I disagree. But, but 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 yeah. the but the Lawrence the Lawrence Hive. You know, on social media is basically like, you know, the show is actually about the, the maturation of Lawrence, right? Like, the show was actually about him and his maturation throughout life to become the man that he is at the end of the series. The only
1: thing I mean, Lawrence got, did was uh move out of his raggedy apartment, get a job, a and have a baby. Like, I don't stop think he matured all that much. We watched, he got a haircut. He got a haircut right. too. We watched him navigate legit, like, <laughs> yeah. dating relationships. We got to hear those conversations. We watched her get jobs, lose jobs, you know. We saw her, you know, run into hiccups in her development of her company, like, really? I mean, know, Insecure is yeah, yeah. not
2: Come just on. for Issa. I mean, she was, like, the the forerunner for the series. But, I mean, the Insecure is the theme for all the character developments throughout the entire series. Like, with Molly, with uh, Tiffany, with uh, Lawrence, you know, with everyone that was kind of going through those, you know, ups and downs of their relationships. And all the issues with them i mean you saw them mature throughout the entirety of the series so that's insecure was not only reserved for isa it was for everybody that was going through a relationship throughout the whole show so yeah what
1: i did appreciate about insecure is there was that episode when i think what i think it was when nathan was like ghosting her and how she was doing all that crazy stuff all the stuff that was going on in her head and i'm like <laughs> i'm sure every woman could relate to exactly all of that like that's kind of what we do in our heads like but she actually like went through and did some crazy stuff which is a little much but right <laughs> but Nobody i appreciated the episode to. right i appreciate the episode because it's like yeah
2: you really do think these things right <laughs> and then yeah, yeah like <laughs> you just just cut off like i just the thought of ghosting just it's just insane to me like you literally you're dating this person for months or even for years and then all of a sudden you just cut all contact with them and you're i mean and you wonder like you know what are they thinking at that time like i you know did you die like did you move to like a whole nother planet like what's going on you know
0: girl people people ghost a day b
2: people people ghost all the
1: time ghosting is yeah if you've never been ghosted you haven't lived
2: don't don't <laughs> just like drop off the face of the earth because you know Because then... it's
1: uncomfortable to say that to call you to say that I don't want to talk to you anymore. It's like right so you called me to tell me that that you don't want to talk to me anymore? Yeah, I'm, I'm like really why would put... you call me to tell me you don't want to talk to me? Don't, Girl, don't at least me. you get some type of contact. No. I mean some people no, just no, like literally me. delete the phone number and then just move on. And I'm like You oh, know what? I man. you know, depending on who it is, I don't mind. Yes. I would not have minded being ghosted. Like just ghost me, right? Like it's cool. Um <laughs> look ah, it, it, whatever, it does really kind of depend on who it is because really, some people you don't really care like <laughs> if they stop talking to you then you're like nah, meh. Nah, never. but you only really care when you like really like the yeah person. when you like right them. exactly and they stop right.
0: talking to you but i mean well. i mean I, I completely understand the concept of ghosting yeah. i mean one you get to avoid difficult conversations and two you don't have to own up to accountability that's why right. everybody does that's it why it's like it. boom you just—that's why you do it. You avoid all the uncomfortableness, and basically, you're just like, "Yo, I'm just gonna pivot." Yeah, and just, pivot, and, and then just action. let it be whatever. Pivot means. and block. That's it. Pivot and block. That's it. They'll figure Every, it out.
1: Everybody's ghosted somebody.
0: Mm.
2: I mean, I ghosted people that I haven't gone on a date with. That's,
0: I've I've blocked people because they are that's, crazy. That's ghosting. <laughs> that, <people. that's> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a that's that's an intentional ghost ghosting because you are, you are <laughs> wild. Ghost block. <blind>. Pow pow. <laughs>
1: Ghost life. Boogie oogie block.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, all, all, all of that. Yeah, but if I, if That's I, it. and I don't, I don't make a habit of ghosting. Like I, but I've never been. It's never been difficult for me to be direct. People would argue that I'm too direct. Um, people that I've dated rather would say that I'm too direct. I'll shoot you a nice little paragraph. You got follow up questions? I'll answer them. But i will be like, hey, like this isn't really working oh, out. Answer really the follow up questions.
2: Nah, I'm saying it didn't work out. We're doing... I might,
0: depending on depending on how I feel if they have questions, most of the people who I've like sent that text to, they don't care. It's just a courtesy I'm doing and Cause right. honestly, I didn't really have to. So I feel like when you, I feel like generally
1: when you get to that moment, it's almost mutual. Like er, all parties yeah. kind of agree. Like, we're not feeling this. Like this isn't this isn't serving me. It's not serving you. And it's just a matter of time on who's going to be the first to pull the trigger to say, okay, so at some point we just got to cut this off, right? Rip the bandaid off and yeah. keep going. So you know when they don't call back or or you're talking to somebody and you could tell they're like, Oh, uh-huh, yeah, uh huh, yeah, I a hey, can I get back with you? And you're yeah, like, I, oh, mm-hmm, sure, all right, Or oh, whatever. So <laughs>
2: protect, but, protect your peace at the end of the day, you, you know. Can.
1: So because yeah. you know you'll be Molly at some point and you will
2: or
0: you could take or you could protect your piece and be Nathan and just be like, I, I can't do this. This is a lot. You got a lot of drama. <laughs> what did yeah. he yeah. say to her? Yeah. What did he say? He's, like, He's like, it's this it's a a lot. Lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. It you know, is a lot. I'm not mad at, at Nate. He's like he, I passed. he, he wasn't
3: that
1: he, that wasn't gonna work. Even if even if there was no Lawrence, I just don't think that. He was at such the he was at such an early stage in his journey, mm-hmm. his journey to like kind of finding himself and figuring things out and and establishing himself and you know what he was gonna be or what it was gonna look like for him professionally emotionally that it was just they were never gonna catch up right, or the gap in between him catching up and to her arriving where she was to me just felt like such a large space that even if there was no Lawrence, there would have been something else that would have made him feel like yeah i i can't i'm gonna yeah. have to do something different
2: i mean i hope he finds this person but i i mean at the, at the end of the i think nathan is a good guy just you know him and isa i, I mean, love i love how she said i
1: hope he finds this person like he's a real person
0: yeah <laughs> I hope he finds it's person. a show it's, a show, right. it's like there's your drama <laughs> Well, I know. She like, was like, "Remember, no, no, this is a drama."
1: Now she's like, she's five year person, person. I I think.
2: "Find your person, Nathan." Did <laughs> Kelly ever like <laughs> end up with somebody? Because I, I completely forgot. So, so Who? long, ago. Kelly.
0: Yeah, Kelly had a great yeah. storyline. She had a, she, had a you she had a whole baby. She's yeah.
2: pregnant. Kelly? Yes. At
0: yes. The end,
1: yeah. Did you not watch the end? You know what? No, I, I did. Guess. I just forgot. She. <laughs> I love Kelly's oh, character. Wow. She was hilarious.
0: I love Kelly's character and I liked her storyline which is everybody was like Kelly we thought you said you ain't want to have kids she's like but I want to have this dude's kid thank you which is very, Brian, relatable, which, is very relatable. which is very relatable. to insecure
1: for that that women have the right to change their minds I I love like I mm-hmm. loved all of the women things that came up because it kind of validated that women can be so many things mm-hmm. and change your minds and get the other stuff like that there is room to be complicated and complex yet emotional and vulnerable like you can be hardcore and still in a relationship and those people will love your crazy self anyway and that'll be just mm-hmm. fine like thank you thank I, you yeah so. I definitely liked it because I felt as though everyone kind of stayed to be who they were like they found people to accept them for who they were, in the yeah, in their in space. Their face.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's great. i Love it. It's a great show. Oh yeah. my god! You I know, would, you know, Lisa, actually, I hope you green light something soon because that was that was perfection. Yeah. Was now I've been show.
1: rocking with Issa for a minute though. Mm-hmm. I've been rocking with Issa since my booty awkward shorts, black girl booty
2: shorts, bouncing so. in my y'all. need show to talk. See, hey, y'all no. don't
1: even know they're saying. Y'all know yeah. that, yeah. My booty yes. shorts from
2: YouTube, shorts. black girl. Yeah, in
1: my booty yeah. shorts. One one other thing that I definitely like that she did in the show is she, she highlighted a lot of places in Inglewood, LA, like she, mm-hmm. and I like how she did yeah. it at the end and kind of like took you kind of on a tour. Yep. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool.
0: And then, you know, my best friend, he also lives here. So he was like, he's always, he's too deep into the show. But he was like, "Oh snap! That's the spot! Oh, the spot just opened. How she know about that spot?" I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "She's Issa Rae. Of course she knows about the spot. Like, well, why wouldn't she? Like, what?"
1: Yeah, that's it was. So a, it's dope. a well put. It was a well put together show, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that because I watch a lot of TV, so I look at that. <laughs> so
2: I get all my good shows from Dr. Chris. You
1: I do watch a help. lot of TV in my other life. I would probably make TV shows.
0: Y'all, Ooh. y'all know who I was hoping would have a little cameo? Cause I went to see his face, Daniel. He ain't make no cameo. Daniel. I was hoping to see him. Oh, what, when yeah. they, when they brought back, when they brought
2: back Drow this season, and Drow. Yeah, pop- that was weird. Uh,
0: and I was like, whoa, oh,
2: why is he here? Well, I had heart palpitations for Molly. I'm like, oof. I don't know how you, brought yo, me. and she, she was had real the real realest with son she was like, ever. like I oh, loved oh. it. She was real with it,
1: and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like. <laughs>
2: Okay, because that that's that not it. end very well. So I'm just like, oh, that's 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 a hey, little tricky. Hey, she owned so, it.
0: Um, but then I was watching the whole series. I'm like, well, if we bring it back, Dro, what's Daniel doing? What they right. all doing? In fact, in fact, actually, he we still Daniel, Daniel,
2: really? I mean, other than even the,
0: even the uh even the cutie pie that Molly was messing with, but she didn't know if he was gay or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he
1: was cute too. He was he cute
0: too. Oh, I'm man. like, what? I'm like, where the rest of them at?
1: <laughs> he was still an yeah. Enterprise, you know. Working. He probably, has <laughs> still, <in a> <laughs> <laughs> he probably had a shift. She <laughs> said he probably had a shift. He
2: could get out of work, you know. He could get out of work you know. oh, still. He couldn't get that, uh, that time off. <laughs> so is that but our present yeah, yeah, if- topic for today or Oh if yeah. We we,
1: we're gonna have to have because <laughs> We've literally been talking about this for I know, 40 I know. minutes. But
0: you know what? Know. If Issa has another, um, if she has another production where she actually does write like as like more of like in a creative way. Mm-hmm. That's why when, when I saw the trailer for the Sweet Life, when it said it was unscripted, I'm like unscripted. You mean like reality TV? I was like, yuck you know but if she comes up with another project where she she actually gets to like you know write and create and oh i think it's gonna be dope i think it's gonna be dope of course of course i'll 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 tune in Mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure
2: we're we're gonna have a follow-up to like you know molly and her marriage and then you know Issa and lawrence and how they're doing and all this i'm sure that'll come like maybe a year or two down the line but i don't even need it i think it's fine
0: i don't even need it no they're it gonna, have to be they're gonna a do
2: it i'm pretty sure they're gonna do it it's just you know matter of timing of, of as of when to they they're gonna you know produce that so
0: as my final thought i will say this even though i do not enjoy tiffany's character at all in the very in the least i will say that her storyline was the one that kind of was left the most i guess untied because I actually I was wondering if Issa was gonna circle back to the fact that Tiffany was not adjusting well at all in Denver. Yeah. And that she didn't like being there and that her kids are in this school and they're like the only black people. Like I thought they're gonna kinda circle back to see like what ended up happening with Tiffany. Like, did she move back to LA? Mm-hmm. Did her and Derek figure that out? They actually never circle back to it. So I kinda felt like that was a loose end. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I liked how everything else ended, honestly. Yeah, sure. I don't
2: know anything. I mean, I've been to Denver once, but LA to Denver, this seems like a very drastically, so it's well, just his family two drastically there. different cities. So I don't, I don't know. His
1: family was there, that's why they went.
0: Yeah, he had family there, and he mm-hmm. um, yeah, and his yeah. job, and his job. And there. if that and ain't the
1: realest so. thing, right? If we right, that's like, married if life, the, right? Who who isn't someplace they're like, man, I'm here because my spouse, you know, right? God, I'm that, here. That's like, just what it space, is. But you know, you just got to do what you got to do. Are we gonna um? Are we gonna talk about the inappropriate uh, celebrity sightings of their penises? <laughs> are we talking about that? Wow! What? <laughs> ah. So I, I, think, not what I think I we should I think we should just not even talk about medicine. Like, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> really? Because we just, I mean, we we just, we just out we're just out here just here. straight up like. Shooting the breeze, shooting the breeze. You know what? If anybody ever wants to hear what it's like before we get on and actually record a topic, here it is, right here. This is what happens. This is why it takes us five hours to record an hour. And a half. You
0: know oh what, God. Amy Jo? We should talk about these celebrity penises. You know why? Because it's a reminder for y'all to go back to our previous penis episode. Because apparently, yes. y'all need y'all need a reminder as to what a normal penis size is. Because the one all are two freaking parts. out.
2: Check it out. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will repost the, that with this the episode. The way y'all are
0: freaking out about these sizes of these genitals, y'all must not know what average penis size is. Because right? trust me, so many people are upset.
1: So for people who don't know, uh, Nelly, uh, among others, accidentally <laughs> posted <laughs> a whole story of him and a young lady who whom I feel terribly bad for because I feel like everybody's talking about Nelly and penises and penis eyes and all this kind of stuff but this woman's face is in this video and I feel bad for her because she did not sign up for that but it is um Nelly um Nelly having some sexual acts performed on him and it was everywhere like it got posted Twitter took it and it it blew up in this woman's faces forever uh on the internet and so that is what we really should be talking about. So to whom this, whomever this young lady is, I am sorry that your experience is now on the internet, something that you thought were private, right? So that that's messed up. Mm-hmm. But what's throwing us all off, and we've talked about this in lots of medical communities, is that everybody is saying, everybody skipped over that, and everybody's saying, oh my God, you know, penis size, and that's nothing, and all these things. And so um there are a couple of things happening here either people are lying about penis size mm-hmm. or y'all really have never seen penises and that may be <laughs> the case like i'm not okay. sure because and that's okay because you know they were saying like you know his penis was small but the average penis size is like maybe six inches Erect, mm-hmm. y'all seriously go back to our episode we go through this whole thing so whatever the average penis size is is not porn star penis <laughs> I, or or you know or the or the guys that like you know do the the thirst trap videos where they got the towel on and like wiggling and you can kind of see the you know member and so of course or it of course it looks like they like put a whole like you know tube sock in there <laughs> and everybody's like oh my god look at that but that is not normal or average and we don't even know if it's real because it's It's a towel towel for all we know but (laughs) it seems to me that the social media is under the impression that average penis size is way larger than what the average male penis is so y'all gotta go back and and a,
2: a penis size is good like 16 inches plus like I, I don't I don't know what you guys want like it's it's yeah.
0: Well, you know, with all the circulating chitter chatter about Nick Cannon and whatever Nick Cannon may or may not have between his legs, I think that there's like this new, I <laughs> feel like there's this wave of like, Oh yeah, like that should be the norm. Like, mind you, mind you. Again, according to what Amy Joe was saying, we don't know what's actually behind this smoke and mirrors and sweatpants and all that. No one actually knows what's happening, unless you personally have a penis pic from Nick Cannon himself. I don't know what you guys are talking about, because no one know. Like nobody knows. Right. Everybody's like, ooh, ooh, just give me, give me, give me a nice print and some gray sweatpants, and I'll tell you what's really going on. I'm like, I don't know. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Only nobody thing knows. people know about Nick
1: Cannon
2: is that his sperm works really. Well, because he got lots He's very fertile, right? <laughs> that we know. know, but with Nick Cannon, though, how many women has he gotten pregnant up until this point? Like, I, I literally have lost count. I don't know, but he got eight, he got eight kids, eight, eight babies, and one. And then this therapist died,
1: a bit? yeah. Like, he needs, but you can down. make that many babies with the average size penis. You can make as many babies as you want.
0: I mean, uh, he makes the uh,
1: babies, he takes care of his babies. I mean, that's what he wants to do.
0: I think that he's trying to grow his family as much as he can because he doesn't know how long he's gonna be around because apparently he has lupus and mm-hmm. it's kind of advanced. So I don't know. Them um, hip
1: joints is working, okay? Wait, right? Right? And, uh, oh my mega god, mega thrust, okay. Yes, here we go. Okay, hey, nice. you, just, nice. hey, you, you saw
3: you're you're that's real that science way. too.
1: So for people who think we're just talking noise, it actually science. So multiple joint pain, you know, can definitely be an autoimmune dysfunction. And right. his hips are very functional.
0: And apparently he has a lot of energy and people who have lupus, they don't have that much energy. I know. It's draining. It's like, you know, so well, he probably I, but he works out though. And I think
1: he probably eats pretty right and he works out and all of that. So that probably helps. Look, we're not saying I'm just saying that, you know, yeah. from the looks of it, you know yeah. his uh don't is he's, of doing, him, he he's like not going to get the best right. of him. That's right. He's doing okay. He is. Well, okay. we're
0: also we're also saying all this to say because we don't really know anyone's penis size unless they put it on the internet on accident. My air quotes. Y'all can't on see it. Whatever. Rich.
2: On accident, this, like, this, like minute on accident. Uh, let me let's, let's.
0: No one, no one. I can't even upload an accidental IG story if I tried. Right, like, it asks you ten million know, like, questions.
1: Where you want this to go? Your personal friends, your whole page. Hey, you <laughs> want this to go to Instagram and Facebook? Are you sure? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna this. <laughs> So you mean to tell me you was accidentally hit like yup yah, yah penis? Yeah, put that right. Yeah, there. and on top <laughs> of that, you have to like you
0: have and. you on your camera roll and select it that and is, verify you selected no. it, and then go, Oh, did you want to filter? Like, no, that's, right. that's no accident,
2: There's oh, no accident whatsoever with this page, yeah.
1: And, and if you want to do that, that's fine. But why, why you got if I was a girl, I'd be like, Listen, where you put your penis is your business, you know, where you put your penis that night was our business, right? But where you put your penis <laughs> on the internet is your business. But why I gotta be in it, like, right. why? Yeah.
2: Why that video? Oh, they couldn't do like the black bar to like, you know, black out her eyes or something. like Or just, well, just then it wouldn't have been
1: accident, right? You can't bar out right. nobody's eyes and be like, oh, I did this on accident. People are really right. going to be like, yeah, right. Although we're <laughs> all like, yeah, right now. Like, it's a whole like 40 plus seconds, almost a minute of accidental yeah. sexual act. And you could see her whole face. Yeah. Uh And even though they got through all that, they said, oh, my God, Nelly's, you know, member is not large enough. And I'm like, who are these people? You know, it's almost the people that, like, um, freak out because they have, like, vaginal discharge. You're like, do you not understand vaginas? Like, I just, I, the more I listen to people talk, the more I'm like, wow, we really don't, we have not quite figured out penises and vaginas (laughs) and and what they do, what they don't do. So, um, yeah, we got a WAP episode, too. Shameless plug, right? So, right. Um, for people who are out there, like, what about discharge? Listen to wop 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 from the Chocolate and Bees. We um, have to do. Do we have, Wap, to, go, do we have Wap, to do Wap. another episode because people I didn't mean, get? We it? May have to. No, <laughs> they want to go back and listen. We, I mean, we wop them to death. Okay, we did, like we definitely did. We definitely it was did. straight up. Like we we, we gave you everything we had.
2: Um, legit, that was like one of the best episodes to record. That and the PS episode, I was, I was a Ton of fun. And we yeah. gave penises Some two just episodes. We gave the penis lots two of two parts. Because that was just that much content. We had to give it two parts. We gave the penises a, a lot of love.
1: Yeah. So y'all need to be out here stop pretending like that the status quo is gonna be ten inches or greater because that's just not real that life. That is y'all. not real life. Mm-mm. Um so
2: You
0: know, do we have an actual topic for we today? We do.
2: Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, has the topic for today? Uh, we do, but it's not penises, so I don't know. <laughs> are you? Are you the topic? I am the topic. Yes. Oh, oh We're no. uh, talking about pneumonia. That's a great so, like
1: shift segue to let's talk <laughs> about pneumonia. <laughs> That's right. We went from let's talk about sex, baby, to let's talk about pneumonia. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: this is not... From,
0: from penises not, to pen- pneumonia. <laughs> because you know what? <laughs> because <laughs> pen- pneumonia. Pen-
1: pneumonia.
2: Pen- I'm telling y'all, the people are asking for this After Dark episode. We should give it to them. But y'all fighting all this. They're going to be, uh-uh, it's going to be
1: off the chains. I need my job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't mention <laughs> any identifying <laughs> information. I mean, that's what we all do. We're we
1: gonna do what you say. I, I missed We're that. not doing it. We're gonna okay. do pneumonia. That's what we're gonna do, Dr. Chris. Okay. Don't listen to anything else. To ignore, ignore between... I'm not trying to lose my job
2: either. I need it. <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> all right, y'all. So, we're talking about pneumonia. So, first of all, what is it? Um, so I want to go over what it is, uh, what causes it, some symptoms that you may that may um uh key you into the, the fact that you may have it. Um, How do we diagnose it? And then some risk factors for you to get it and also how to prevent it. So that's kind of our our talk for today. All right. So, you know, at the bare bones, what is pneumonia? So essentially it's an infection of the lungs. So your lungs have a lot of um, different spaces within it. And, you know, bacteria, viruses, if you're immunocompromised fungi and some other pathogens can get in and cause like a lot of havoc and debris within your um, spaces of your lungs. And usually when people present with pneumonia, we usually see it in our older population. So, you know, when I'm in the hospital and I get a consult from the ER that, oh, someone's coming in with like pneumonia, I go down there. It's usually an older person, like in their 60s and 70s that are coming up like fevers, chills, you know, productive cough. Um, And sometimes they can be confused. Um, So usually, um, uh, the bacteria that can cause this are uh, what we call strep pneumoniae. Um, Atypical pneumonias are usually caused by like a bacteria called mycoplasma. And then also you have different viruses that can cause this type of pneumonia, like influenza. COVID can cause a very bad pneumonia, which we have dealt with for the past two years. Um, But that's treated very differently than what we have seen in times previous.
0: Dr. Nono, you're saying words like atypical pneumonia. What does that mean?
2: So atypical, I mean, that just means like bacteria. (laughs) Sorry, bacteria. What do these words mean, Dr. Nono? So in my my sense, atypical means like bacteria that's not very common. Um, So an atypical pneumonia, we usually reserve for kind of layman terms for walking pneumonia. So if you're able to kind of walk and still do things throughout your day, but you still feel really crummy, um, that's what we saw, call like a walking pneumonia and also some of the atypical bugs. So bugs that aren't as common that can cause pneumonia can pop up. So like mycoplasma, haemophilus influenzae, uh, those type of bugs can kind of cause a type of picture. Um, but for the most part, you know, all pneumonia can be typical and we treat it as such. Um, but if you're immunocompromised, so when we say that, that means your immune system is not firing on all cylinders. So you may have bugs that may affect you that may not affect the regular person that has like a very strong and robust immune system. So we're talking about people that have like history of like HIV or AIDS, um, people that may have gotten a transplant in the past and are on immunosuppressant therapy or steroids. Um, So those are people with like cystic fibrosis or other types of conditions that may cause their lungs to be immunocompromised and we put them on medications to prevent those uh, infections from getting out of control. So those types of of populations may be infected by bugs that you would not see in the typical immunocompetent person. So people that are not put on immunosuppressant medications, um, you know, like steroids or other medications that will kind of keep your immune system in check. So fungus can also cause pneumonia, um, recipient uh, uh, parasites, um, and also some very, very strange viruses that can cause this type of picture. Um, But those, usually we do that workup, you know, if we know that you have that history of those risk factors, and we'll put you on that treatment as such. So let me kind of stop it here. Uh, So kind of like you... Kind of like uh, painting a picture. So you kind of feel crummy. You have this fever. You have this like, you know, cough. You may have a PCP visit. So you kind of go into your office. um, You go into one of the other three offices. And can you guys, can you guys kind of paint the picture of how you would kind of diagnose pneumonia, and how you would treat it in the outpatient setting before you send them to me?
1: So if somebody comes in and they're very sick and I suspect a pneumonia is really a chest X-ray and if it's positive, then we treat them, right? It's not that complicated. And the outpatient, if you look bad enough, if you if we, we check your O2 saturation and maybe you are not saturated well, we listen to your heart and your lungs, and we listen to your lungs, they don't sound as clear as we want them to be. And you look like you're really sick. I'm going to suspect that maybe there's pneumonia. We're going to do an x-ray. The x-ray comes back. It'll really tell us a tale. Most people can get antibiotics and go home. Um, people who are older and got some comorbidities, then yeah, I might, you know, have to be like, you know what, you might have to go to the hospital. But these days, none of my people want to go to the hospital. So everybody's like, just give me my medicines and let me go to the crib. And we're like, all right, did. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the most part, I, I pretty much agree with Amy Jo. I do the same thing. It really kind of all depends. Sometimes I don't even do an x-ray. For me, if I suspect that you have pneumonia, I just treat you. Because sometimes what happens is with the X ray, the X ray can lag behind your symptoms. So sometimes mm-hmm. you do the X ray and you don't see the typical things that you would see in an X ray, which is called like infiltrates. And usually, when you see that, then that makes you think, okay, there's a pneumonia going on. But it, and it also depends on the patient's age and their risk factors. So if you're a smoker, you have asthma, you have COPD, like I'm, I have a lower t- threshold. Of To not treat you You know what I'm saying So like if you come in and you're like I'm coughing more than I usually do um, I'm Feeling not so good weak. I'm short of breath I might not necessarily have a fever But things are not going well So then I I normally just treat them Just to cover them
0: Yeah I completely agree I agree with both what Amy Jo and Dr. Chris just said um, In an effort to not be repetitive mm-hmm. I think that if I, especially if I have some positive findings in office with me, like if you have a fever in my office and you also have the productive cough, and also if I have like a positive lung exam too, then I'm more than likely just going to treat you. Um, usually I, I I make a decision at that time if I should send them for x-ray or not, kind of depending on can they get there, are they older, do they have access to transportation because, you know, different patients have different, you know, different things they're dealing with. Um, but yeah, I'll more than likely treat them in the office. And then um, I usually give them very strict rules, though. I'm like, hey, if you don't improve within X amount of time, you should come back. Or, and I kind of like give them parameters so they know when to go to the ER or when to come back and so on and so forth.
2: Um, you may feel feel really short of breath. And, you know, the stuff that you're coughing up with a pneumonia, um, if you have like a condition like, um, you know, COPD where you cough up stuff intermittently. Um, if you're coughing up more of that stuff over time, then that might be a sign for you to come in and get treated. But if you have just like a chronic, uh, you know, cough and you're coughing up a little bit of sputum every now and again, that's not, you know, that's that's okay. But if you're coughing up more and with these other symptoms, like the fevers, the chills, shortness of breath, then you need to get in to come, uh, get evaluated. Um, so the issue with the complications with pneumonia, so pneumonia, you know, we say it's just a lung infection. We'll, you know, give you some, uh, you know, medications, to treatment, you know, it's all good. And then we'll, you know, send you home. The issue is, is that sometimes pneumonia can, can get to be really serious. So, you know, depending on the type of bugs that are affecting your lungs, sometimes these bugs can kind of escape from your lungs and go into your bloodstream. And that is a condition that we call sepsis. So sepsis is where you have uh, bacteria or other t- other types of pathogens that are within your bloodstream. And this can cause issues of like really, really low blood pressure, um, which is what we call septic shock. And then sometimes if your blood pressure gets really, really low, it can lead to a condition called uh, severe sepsis. So that's uh, a multi-organ injury. So when you don't have uh, good blood flow to all of your organs, like your kidneys, your heart, your organs, you know, that can uh, manifest in your um, in your labs. And that is something that we need to send you to the ICU for and continue with very close monitoring and treatment for in the ICU.
0: More than likely, you guys won't know that you're that you're getting to the sepsis or shock, like, I know that you guys don't know, like, what those stages are, but what you will be able to know is if you were seen by a doctor, given a treatment, and you're not feeling progressively better, or that you're not improving. So then from the moment that you come back, either for either your PCP gave you parameters of when you should go to the ER, or you come back into the office, and we take your vitals and things, then that's when we communicate with you, like, hey, this is what we think is going on. And then that's usually when we guide you through this process. And then you end up at the hospital, and then you end up, diagnosed with sepsis and then in shock and then because Dr. Nono kind of took you from a zero to 100 so shock is like sepsis and shock is like the absolute worst case scenario that could ever happen if you ever got exposed to something that causes pneumonia
1: and keep in mind that most people are not going to get there right Mm -hmm. like most people are going to come in um even if you got sick enough let's say you know a lot of people end up in a hospital with pneumonia because you have not felt well all day and now it's midnight and you feel really, really crappy and your family's concerned, you're concerned, and so you end up going to the emergency room. What gets you admitted often is is age and other conditions, right? You come, you come to the hospital and if you got the right age and enough other chronic diseases, that's really what gets you admitted in the setting of having a pneumonia. Most of you all are gonna go to the emergency room, say I feel horrible. The doctor is going to assess you and say, oh, I think you have a pneumonia. They're probably going to do an X-ray and it may or may not confirm it. But if they're suspicious enough, they're going to say, hey, here's a prescription for some antibiotics. I want you to go home. And if it does not get any better, follow with your doctor. Right. And so I don't want you to think like, oh, my God, if I get a pneumonia, then here are the steps that i'm going to take to progress like most people don't have to see the dr no-nos of the world most people are going to get their medicines go home and you're probably going to see one of us in the clinic to say oh by the way monday i went to the emergency room i was feeling really bad um i'm feeling pretty good now and it's now what like either friday or it's like the following week and you're like yeah it was a little rough over there but after i got the antibiotics in my system i started to feel really 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 much better yeah and there's there's this other side too there's some people that come in, and they may have this pneumonia, but it's like this walking pneumonia, right? So they're not mm-hmm. that sick. Like, they come in, and they don't necessarily have the but they're just not feeling well. And they're coughing, and they got some sputum production, and they tell you, oh, it's green, it comes out, and, and then turns white, then comes green. You know, so... Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how that is how they say
1: it, right? <laughs> and it's like a lot. <laughs> um, and But they're still kind of going through their day but they're they're a bit fatigued right but it's been going on for weeks like two weeks or so and it's not getting better so sometimes you know because that picture you know we might treat you too because it's kind of like oh you probably have this this walking pneumonia thing and then you give them the medication and then they feel better you know
0: yeah and that's another thing too because especially with viruses Mm -hmm. like the time for the timelines are different Because, like, when you're dealing with a virus, it's, like, the timeline from, like, especially, and mind you, like, this is a time where we're having COVID also kind of blended with pneumonias and stuff. But especially when you're thinking about the timeline and the patient and how they're progressing, if you have a patient that's been sick for a while, like, you just said, like, Chris, like, two weeks, like, you know, usually if someone gets a virus, like, that thing comes Mm -hmm. up and then it goes back down and then they hit back normal, like, you know, 10 days or so, like eight, sometimes even faster than that. I've had some patients who get exposed to COVID, get COVID symptoms, come back down. They don't feel 100%, but they're fine. But that steady progression, the same way how you said two weeks, that's like a red flag. Because if you have this ongoing symptoms and it's not getting better and progressively worse,
2: yeah. So Dr. Chris and Dr. Sunshine bring up a great point that I always get, you know, asked, like when someone comes into the ER and, you know, they've been coughing up stuff, they ask, oh, well, you know, do you know what type of pneumonia is just... You know, based on the stuff that i'm coughing up and i'm like no so we need to culture that and see what's going on but typically what we do is we put you on what we call broad spectrum antibiotics so um, there's actually a very cool um, lab value that we will draw from you um, it's called a procalcitonin level and that can actually tell us more um, if you have it tells us more of if you're likely to have a bacterial pneumonia or pneumonia that's due to something other than uh, bacteria. Because as you guys know, there's other um, uh, pathogens or other bugs that can cause types of pneumonia. And those, not everything is treated with antibiotics. So like we had talked about earlier in a previous episode, like if you come with like bronchitis or sinusitis, we don't need to throw antibiotics at everything that you come into the door with because that creates antibiotic resistance and that can be a lot harder to treat If you actually get uh, bacterial pneumonia or sinusitis later on down the line, because your body has already developed a resistance to it, you, if you come in with certain risk factors, so if you have like structural lung disease, so things like um, COPD, um, things like uh, sickle cell disease can also cause uh, pneumonia if it gets, if you have like certain uh, attacks that may occur. Um, we'll put you on the proper antibiotics to help cover those types of bugs that may pop up with those conditions. But for the most part, if you're coming in um, with those symptoms that we described earlier, you have what we call a consolidation or a spot like on your chest x ray that may look like a pneumonia, then we'll cover you with those antibiotics. We'll get cultures. Um, you know, we kind of observe you for a day or two to make sure you're getting better. And then if you're feeling better, everything looks good, then we'll have you you know, go with the outpatient uh, tri- uh, uh, course of antibiotics and have you follow up with your PCP. So one of the other three ladies in this talk. <laughs> so, um, so kind of going along with that. So I also want to talk about other risk factors that um, can cause pneumonia because, you know, people say, oh, well, how did I get this pneumonia? Like, I don't, you know, I'm otherwise pretty healthy. Otherwise, you know, like, how did I get it? So there's actually a couple things um, that we um, that when I ask you in your history that may tip you off or tip me off to saying, oh, well, you may have this type of pneumonia. So we'll treat you accordingly for that. So um, like I said earlier, so things like uh, immunocompromised conditions. So if you are on immunosuppressant therapies like steroids or other immunosuppressant medications, like if you got a transplant, that can also precipitate you to getting some of these other bugs uh, that may cause pneumonias or UTIs or anything of that sort. That is not to say you should not take your immunosuppressant medication because the last thing we want is for you. If you got a kidney, we do not want you to reject that kidney because you do not take your immunosuppressant medication. So continue to take it. But these are some uh, precautions that we can take to prevent you from getting pneumonia later on down the line. Uh, So with that, Uh, So things that are conditions that can cause a weakened immune system at baseline. So um, HIV and AIDS is very known uh, for this condition. So that baseline that lowers all your white blood cells that can cause you or precipitate you to getting these uh, um, what we call opportunistic diseases in the future. And there's very special uh, bacteria and viruses and fungi that can t- uh, that can attack um, people with HIV and AIDS um, lungs that we will treat accordingly when for when you're in the hospital. So, if you are HIV positive and you're on um, you know what we call triple heart therapy or um, uh, AIDS HIV therapy, please please tell me that because <laughs> we need to we need to know that information to put you on the proper therapy to help you cover for any bugs that may co- be causing your. Uh, that may be causing your uh, pneumonia. So that, that's always very good information to know. So, and people with stroke that aren't able to uh, control their secretion, so they're not able to swallow properly. So if you can think, um, I wish I had a diagram to show y'all because I always draw out stuff when I'm talking to people. <laughs> um, your, your food tube and your air tube are very close to each other in your body. So when your muscles are affected in a stroke, you're not able to swallow foods correctly, and sometimes when you uh, when you're unable to swallow, those secretions from that are supposed to go down from your throat to your stomach actually end up in your lungs, and that is what we call an aspiration pneumonia. So usually, what we do for that is we we put you on the proper antibiotics to cover for any of those bugs that may end up in your lungs that are supposed to be in your stomach. And we usually do what we call is a speech and swallow evaluation. So to see kind of what level of foods that you can tolerate so that we can prevent any future aspiration events in the future. So I I get this, I get these calls all the time, you know, from family that's like saying, you know, doctor, why aren't you letting my grandma eat? You know, why aren't you letting my pop up eat? You know, what's what's going on? Like he needs to eat food. And I'm and if they just came in with a stroke and they continue to eat and their food is not going down the right tube, this can actually make their pneumonia a lot worse and they can end up in the ICU in a lot more critical condition.
0: I think that you should also mention alcoholism in terms of aspiration pneumonia, mm-hmm. especially in patients that um well, I don't know if you're gonna get there, but um, especially in patients, for example, if you are a heavy drinker, and for some reason, you drink too much at night. You passed out. You don't recall what happened, and then when you wake up, you feel crummy. You're coughing, coughing up gunk. There's a possibility that maybe you could have thrown up at night. You weren't aware of it, especially if you were sleeping, you know, with you know, on your back or in a position that wasn't exactly great. I mean, this this happens a little more often than people would like to admit that it does. Um, especially people younger, 20s and 30s, party a lot. That kind of thing. There's a chance that. Because you're so intoxicated, you don't necessarily know what you swallowed or you didn't swallow. And I don't mean that. in a way. <laughs> um, But also, you know, when you come to the hospital and you have a cough and you're also coughing a really productive yellow, green, sputum, positive chest X-ray, we also cover you with different antibiotics because we don't know what could have caused this. And maybe you got a pneumonia because you choked on your own throw up or maybe you got pneumonia because you caught it in the community. We're not sure. So that's also a a group of people that should be mentioned when you mention aspiration pneumonia.
2: So it's not just alcohol. So it's also just drug intoxication in general. So if you come on, you know, come into the hospital, just wasted out of your mind, that could be on alcohol, it could be on opiates or heroin and cocaine, and you just pass out and EMS found you unresponsive and they're bringing you into the ER and you have like these, what we call the new consolidations on your x-ray, then we're treating you for pneumonia regardless because- when you're passed out, you know, during that time frame, you know, and you do, uh, you know, vomit or regurgitate and you're not able to control your secretions, then there's no telling like where that stuff is going to go. And if it, you know, we see those new consolidations on your x-ray and you're coming in with those symptoms, then we're going to treat you for pneumonia regardless. So, um, you know, typically when I get people in the hospital that look like this, you know, they're, you know, really zonked out you know, they're not, um, you know, not really responding to questions or whatnot. We typically keep you, uh, you know, keep you from eating until your mental status improves. And then we do what we call the speech, you know, speech and swallow evaluation to see kind of what foods you can tolerate. And then once we're able, able to see that you're able to tolerate, you know, like actual food, then we'll restart your diet and kind of go from there. But yeah, so, um, you know, also with the, so antibiotics are tricky in that, you know, certain certain regions have, like, a, what we call an antibiotogram. Did I say that right? Antibiotogram? That sounds right. I'm going to go with that. So, so usually, <laughs> We're like, what? I know what you're talking about? about. I know what she's
1: talking about, um, but.
2: Yeah, so it, it typically is a, it's a chart that shows, like, the resistance to certain antibiotics within your region. So oh,
0: that has a name. Yeah, there used to yeah, be a, a Procrates app
2: for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. There's a. I, I know that I've seen it. I use it all the time, yeah, but uh, I didn't know that I that, that it actually had a name. I it all the time. Um, I know I've used it all the time. I didn't know it had like a name, yeah, an antibiotogram. Is that what you call it? Mm, yeah. An antibiotic Yeah, and even pro-
2: I am. I'm 100. I'm not pronouncing it right. So if any ID docs oh. are listening to this podcast, y'all can correct me. On it. <laughs> and usually, I, usually um, your hospital system has like. So different regions have like different um, levels of resistance to a certain medications. So um, usually, like when you come into the hospital, we kind of reference that to see like what broad spectrum antibiotics, so something that's able to cover everything um, that we will put you on until we can kind of narrow it down to what bug that you are actually infected with. So just want to kind of lay that point out. So kind of going along with that. So you know now you're in the hospital. You got pneumonia. You need to be admitted because I already saw you and talked to you and bothered you. So I'm sorry. So when you come into the hospital, we, you know, get like a a repeat chest x-ray and it shows that you have what looks like a walled off area of infection, um, which may be considering for an abscess. So this is actually um, sometimes issues with pneumonias and that they can cause what we call uh, an abscess. So a walled off uh, area of infection. Um, and sometimes those abs, uh, or usually an abscess needs to be drained. So antibiotics can only treat so much, but if you have an abscess on your imaging, then we usually need to drain that abscess, and you know, see what bugs are causing the abscess to be formed, and then we treat you accordingly for that. So that's one of the complications with the pneumonia that we, you know, usually see in the hospital. In addition to that, so people sometimes, you know, they come in and they, You know, when I see them in the hospital, they're like, yeah, my, you know, my grandma gets pneumonia, not picking on grandmas. I'm sorry. Mom may get this too. I'm I'm just, I usually see grandmas. I'm sorry. So when someone comes to the hospital, they're like, yeah, my grandma gets really confused. You know, she's been coughing up a lot of stuff. You know, I don't know what's going on. You know, she sometimes gets admitted for these pneumonias and she gets really confused at the same time. So I don't know what's going on. So that, that is actually you know, goes with pneumonia diagnosis. And that's also what we call in condition called encephalopathy. So, you know, sometimes when you get a infection, that's not just with pneumonia. It can be with any infection in your body that can escape into your brain, uh, your bloodstream and affect your, um, your uh, functional, uh, your, your thinking. Uh, and that's typically what we call an encephalopathy. And we treat that as such. So that can be another sign of what we call sepsis, which I mentioned earlier. And the treatment is still the same. You know, we give you antibiotics. We kind of monitor, monitor your um, mental status. And, you know, you may have areas or um, um, times where you're uh, very confused. And we may need to give you medications to kind of calm you down until the infection has been cleared and you're back to your baseline. So that that is, that is something that we see very commonly, more so in elderly um, folks. So, and, you know, the confusion can range from, you know, grandma talking about, uh, you know, going to the market 40 years ago to seeing uh, dead relatives in her um, in her uh, hospital room and wanting to get out of the bed and fight all the staff that comes in to take her blood. So we we see all of it. Mm. So I, I just want to kind of, you know, kind of cap. Uh, have a caveat that sometimes when people get like really confused from these infections, they can actually be really harmful to themselves and to the staff that's taking care of them. Like I've seen grandmas do full on fisticuffs with like nurses that come into the room because they think that they're like an intruder and they want to like get them out of their house when they're not actually in their house. They're in a hospital room being treated for pneumonia. So they get really, really confused. And usually we have to give them medications to kind of calm them down. And sometimes it can get to the point where, you know, we need to, you know, put a sitter in the room with them to make sure that we kind of keep them calm. So I, you know, when you come into the room and you see like, you know, someone monitoring your grandma because they're kind of getting out of bed, they don't know who you are, they don't know where they are, you know, they don't know what's going on, and we are treating them for this active infection. I, I just want to relay that to you that this is due to the infection. And once we kind of get it cleared, then we can see their mental status clear up and we can kind of go forward from there. So I know when I talk to some families, they're like, well, why is my grandma on Haldol and these antipsychotics? I don't know why, you know, she would never be like this. Why, like, why is she punching people and stuff <laughs> like that? You know, and these little grandmas can be strong. Like, I've I i I've seen it. <laughs> like. They they they, they kind of you know manifest this energy that they never have, and they kind of go <laughs> at it with the phlebotomist and the nurse. And I'm like, bro, I'm I'm so sorry, but we we gotta we gotta call we gotta call grandma down. So that's that's kinda
3: what
1: they we will do. be going like, off. And if, when you tell the family, they're like, "There's no way," and you're like, "Yo, you should have been here to see it. It was." <laughs> so
2: I'm like, bro, yeah, you should have been here. Um, but either way anything that we do, we're not harming them. We are just kind of making them safe for themselves and for the staff to take care of them. So I just kind of want to make that point clear that that is, that is what happens. Sometimes they get really confused from these infections and that's, you know, usually what we need to do. So we kind of we kind of talked about, you know, what it is, what causes it, how to diagnose it, you know, complications from it. So now we can talk about what prevents it. So I am probably usually, you know, we can give vaccinations to prevent pneumonia in our older population, but since I have don't usually do that in the hospital, I'm actually going to have these three ladies talk about that more because they will vaccinate you for pneumonias in the clinic and that is something that you need to do um as you get older because you are more susceptible to these pneumonias as you get older. So take
1: it away. I just wanted to say, I'm not sure if you had um, mentioned as other risk factors, probably like smoking tobacco. I think we might have mentioned it before slightly, but tobacco Um, users, people who um, have asthma or even mm -hmm. like COPD, you know, from smoking, Mm -hmm. all of those are risk factors for getting pneumonia. And a lot of times, you know because you have those risk factors we try to vaccinate you with uh pneumonia before 65 and then um after 65 you're due for the pneumonia 23 vaccine mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if, we're, if you're going to talk about risk factors, there's mm-hmm. all types of risk factors, which include like the type of occupation that you have True. as well. That's a risk factor. Recent travel is also True. a risk factor. There's lots of risk factors that we haven't really gone into in terms of, you know, what can cause pneumonia. Um, but all those, in addition to what Chris mentioned, plus many more, there's actually a really long list. But usually we ask you about things that we think could be could be
2: triggers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, there's smoking, there's, um, like I said, sickle cell, there's COPD, there's cigarette smoking, there's stroke. Oh my God, there's cystic fibrosis, there's tuberculosis, there's, you know, travel occupation, there's um, Mm -hmm. also work occupation. So if you work in a certain type of, um, like, uh, I think in med school, we learned if you work in like a a shipyard or a, uh, what was the other one for asbestos? (laughs)
0: <laughs> now, mind you, it comes up more often than right you now. think, because if you start seeing, but if you see patients who work in construction, yeah, and, you yeah. know, especially when they're tearing down these older buildings and stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, you you'll, you start to run into them more often, especially yeah. if you get more yeah. rural, you know, you, you start to get, a, you start to get a lot of those
2: yeah. for sure. For sure. And then also, I mean, you know, we, uh, so we talk about the pneumonia vaccine. Influenza vaccine is also pivotal. Um, so just because COVID is the hot, you know, the hot person on the market, that does not mean we need to forget about influenza because that can also cause, it also cause a fair majority of hospitalizations and also deaths from pneumonia per year. Yeah. Um, I think pneumonia kind of got all the play because it was causing all the deaths for the past two years. Um, that's not to say that you do not need to go still get your influenza, your vax vaccine. In addition to your COVID vaccine, um, in addition with your booster, so y'all, I have admitted uh, multiple people that only got the one shot of the J and J. Y'all need to get a booster with the J and J. Like the one shot, we have very, very uh, have seen that that is not enough to prevent you from uh, or long-lasting protection from the from uh, COVID. So if you need to go in and get your Pfizer or the Moderna. Um, booster in addition to the J&J, you need to do that like now. Um, I have admitted multiple people with COVID pneumonia, which can also cause a pneumonia because I, I said earlier, viruses can cause pneumonia and that's what COVID is done for doing. Um, they got one shot of the J&J and I they thought they were one and done, but unfortunately that is not the case with J&J and you do need to get a booster um, and the second series shot with that. So please, please be forewarned that that is what you all need to do. So yeah.
0: Amy Joe, what are we doing about these questions? You know I'll be honest with you. People have sent me a lot of questions, but they are actually not medical questions. So I did not add them to our day. Wait, what are the questions? What are the
2: questions? Questions are
1: questions. No, they're questions.
0: Their questions are about us personally. This is why Wait, like what? I'm curious.
1: Like what? Because we we need something.
0: Questions about. (laughs) Questions about, like. so okay, I'll give you the top three. One of the course asking like, "Are we available? Are we dating? Where are we located?" What the hell? Okay. So really? that's, that's like a whole. That's like a whole. That's like a whole thing. And I'm like, that goes into the. That goes into you know, chocolate MDs after dark. It depends. So like a, it depends
1: who's asking. It depends who's asking. <laughs> but people
0: also feel like people also feel like they know us. They feel like they know right. us. They probably listen to us on their way home from work and they're like, oh, I get it. Oh man, she sounds dope. They're Whatever. like, girl, where so you late? Right. Where we, where, what you doing? Exactly. So <laughs> lots, lots of questions about us personally. Are we single? Where are we? Um, lots of questions about our lifestyles, like how is um toggling the podcast and our actual jobs? That's a fair, that's um, a fair question. There was also questions. That's true. There's lots of personal questions, but there weren't any like medical right. questions like we can, we can answer that, the how to is... how
1: we
2: toggling like yeah, our, our jobs. And, like that. and what's the what's the <laughs> last one?
0: The last one What was the last one I got. I got. Um... Oh, will we ever show our faces? Yes, that was the last one. Um, I but I am also very aware that you guys are sending me questions or sending in questions that are are diving into our like personal lives and who we are as people. And I get that because you guys are getting to know us more and more each episode. So I get that. I understand.
2: I mean we but, can I mean we can say like, I mean you guys are PCPs. I'm a hospitalist. We can kind they of they know say, that part. Like, mm-hmm. They
1: probably want something else they want something else from you. Doctor No Oh, No.
2: Uh-huh.
1: They want something else from
2: <laughs> you. They know you're a hospitalist. They're asking like how you how are you juggling both? Oh, I get mean, I come home, I sleep, I get my i i'm now i have like a couple 10 days off so i I do what i need to do and go back to work and i travel i see people i see y'all at some point you know and then go back and do what i need to do
0: so i'll answer the question that i think they're asking which is not when no answering so i'll be honest I'll, I'll talk about it from from my perspective so uh one of the questions was specifically about keeping our podcasts and our work life separate, or do we let them blend? Like that was actually the detailed question. Um, I think that I have originally started to keep them separate because, for example, my patients don't know that I have a podcast. Um, that's just not something I talk about with them. But then as time has gone on, this is kind of blending. So in my old work setting, a lot of the people who I worked with, including the patients, knew that I had a podcast. Um, and depending on my relationship with the patient, I might tell a patient or two, but for the most part, I'm not really blending this now because I am pivoting to a different job, a government-facing job. I have not, and I will not mention my podcast because it's just a lot. Um, but if they find out, it's, I mean, I'm not doing anything illegal, like it's fine. But but ultimately, it's just a different, it's just a different setting.
1: So I think minds don't mix. Right. So let me just say m- minds do not mix, at least in the beginning. I'm kind of like Dr. Sunshine that my my podcast and my work life did not mix. Um, and it wasn't until maybe recently in um, the first season, beginning the second season that I started to get people that were coming in that were like, I know you have a podcast. And I listen to it
0: <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: I'm like what? They're like, yeah, I heard about you. And so, you know, I live in a small to mid mid-sized you know, well, mid-sized city. And even though you think like, man, this place is big, like it is a small place. And I've at least on one occasion had somebody come up to me and tell me like, Hey, aren't you a physician that runs a podcast? And I'm like, wow. So some of that, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> the, it surprisingly gets around. And so I, I'm, I'm very shocked, but I do not promote my podcast in my job. Um, so they do not mix. Um, what I do here is, you know, kind of its own separate thing and versus what I do at work, which is very helpful because sometimes work is rough and you still wanna talk medicine and so it's nice to come here because it's very different. Although I say the same things often in both places, but this is this is a little different for me. Yeah. I think for myself it's the same thing i kind of try to keep it separate i have pretty much like most people at my job don't even know i have a podcast i don't even know if they do they yo, never come and people, tell me anything. people
0: at dr chris's yo people at dr chris's job would probably be so shocked that she would even participate yes, in sorry. something like a <laughs> podcast they'd be like i'm sorry i'm sorry you do so they
3: could
1: have heard it but didn't think it was me
3: because <laughs>
2: Because like Dr.
1: I... Chris is a a woman of few words.
2: Chris, I know you ain't saying any of this shit at work. You know, mm-hmm. this is all this is all for I, birthday, don't, so. I don't I like don't
0: I agree with Amy Joe. I agree with Amy Joe. Dr. Chris is a woman of few words. Her coworkers don't nope. know nothing about her. I believe
2: <laughs> it. I have two work I have two coworkers that know that I have a podcast and one of them has actually listened to it and it commented on the WAP episode. I'm like, Oh my God, why did you listen to that one? That was your first one.
0: That's the best. Um, (laughs) Y'all let's keep it. I mean, listen, if I'm keeping it jiggy, like keeping it all the way jiggy, I'm doing this to kick it with my homies. homies, I'm doing, I'm doing this to kick it with my homies and also provide a space where if people feel comfortable listening, you know, to medical topics in a more casual setting, with people that they feel like they might be able to relate to, then this is, you know, it's a casual, chill, vibey space. And that's what we wanted it to be, you know, because ultimately, yes, it is to inform, like Dr. Nono said, but it's just us with a wealth of knowledge that we kick around casually all the time. So you guys should be able to benefit from it, both comedic and medically it is true, you know, because this is this is just what we do you know, and, and this isn't how I kick it at work. I mean, at work, I'm busy, <laughs> I am very busy at work. So it's not the same type of vibe or energy. So the other questions like Nona was saying, they're they're very personal. I don't think anybody wants to give out their, their location. And I don't know, Nono just watched a whole documentary about the tender or something, something or other. And she's no, in her no, that was that's me, the tender swindler.
2: So oh my God, these women are crazy. I, I could never, I could never just go on a private jet with somebody after the first date. Like, come on. Like, we're like-
1: you know, I am <laughs> going to, you, go, you know, everybody, you know, I think people watching it in hindsight are like, oh no, I would never. But, I, and, and I would never now for lots of reasons, but I'm trying to think if I were my 20 something year old self. oh yeah, I would. And some fine dude that I've met on an app came out looking as chocolatey fine as he looked on those pictures and were like, girl, come hop on this jet. Here's my driver. Go get your bags. We're going to...
2: No, nah, but legit I though. So, I mean, because when, when you would you get another chance to do that? These types to be no, like, no, no, no. Man, so what did, it, what, what did it not match up for me is that you are a whole billionaire and you cannot make twenty five hundred dollars for bail from See, the jail wait a wait 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 you're going you, to you you we not
1: there yet right yeah. he didn't leave with that he <laughs> led with a jet like yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> he his best what forward when you first met him y'all were at the four seasons right. eating right. a seven course meal and he was like right. all right now let's hop on this jet and let's you know yeah, ride let's out go. let's go. Um, I am not saying that every woman would do it, right? Right. But I'm not pretending like I I wouldn't have to pause to be like, I mean, what are the chances that I might die? I mean, really, (laughs) like, I would have to pause to be like, man, my mother would kill me. She knew this right now, but I might live through this. And if I do, oh my God, wait till I tell my girls what just happened. That's all I'm saying. You would probably be like, I'm gonna phone a friend. At least somebody knows something that That I'm in another country. Yes. If you don't hear now, from me in a me day, in case something you know, goes wrong, call my brother. Don't
0: let, don't let, don't let him be tall, dark, and handsome. That's too. all I'm saying,
2: right? right. The only
0: <laughs> thing I'm, I'm not, I am not saying no,
2: because I'm just you know, trying to put things together. I'm like, you are a whole billionaire. You own a diamond uh, estate. Yeah, you know, and you, you cannot know all make 2500 dollars. You don't know that, that yet. You don't, you don't know, know that, that yet. No, they did. I'm on the episode where the girl. No, it's not an episode. It's just one where the girls know. He's at the point where this girl took out alone after she moved in with him. And after he got
1: kidnapped. We ain't talking about that. That's not that doesn't happen on the first date. That happens yeah. later on in the in the deal. You're you don't know any of that when you go on that first date. When you have dinner with him at the four seasons and he's like, girl, here's my personal driver. Go grab your bags and your passport. Let's let's meet up in Brazil. Let's meet up in Spain. You don't know anything about that. The scam has not been run on you yet. And so I don't think you can say I would have looked him in his dark chocolate, sexy eyes and been like, you're going to ask me for some money in like two more weeks. That would not have been going through your mind. If he was fine, you know what I'm saying? Had that towel print like you see on Instagram and he was walking and was like, girl, let's get on this airplane. I'm just saying, listen, I'm not saying everyone would have done it. I'm not even saying it's safe, but I'm trying to relate to the person who would have been doing it right. Like to be 20 something years old, you feel invincible anyway and somebody was offering you this once in a lifetime unbelievable experience i'm not saying i would have gotten the plane but i also not pretending like i wouldn't have had to pause to like think through like can i do this like right. are we really doing this at 20 something i'm at least going to think about it like i see how women could get great. in that that's situation great. and people who are posting like they so dumb they doing all this kind of stuff and i'm like you've never been 20 because maybe we didn't get on airplanes <laughs> but the Lord looks after babies and fools. That's all I'm saying, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it real, man. You know, you know, we give You know, we're giving, you know, we're giving okay, these women a hard time, I, And I'm I, just I like, we've that. done crazier things. We just happened to be in a car when we did it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Very <you> no, know, <laughs> someone flew me out on a private jet. On oof, my god,
1: I I I'm don't like, know if I can
2: here. say no to that. We, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, definitely going to call some friends, like. Uh, my fear wouldn't have been fraud my fear would have been I don't want to kill be me. on my secret lover was a serial killer right, right. like I would have my, you my on that fear fatal, fear attraction. Been, fatal attraction right. show I would have been thinking like this Yo. dude is broke I wouldn't have been thinking no. about he's gonna rob me for money I would have been thinking my mother is going to be so pissed when she finds out I'm dead in Brazil right, right? In I would country. have like <laughs> How'd you, get there? How'd you get there, right? How'd you end up in the sex trade? Okay, like right. now look they at ain't, they ain't worried about him being no scammer. not a scammer. All, all, all the about. things that they're worried about, scammer is not it. I'm scared. Am I gonna be? Am I getting bought into the sex trade? Uh, <laughs> am I going into die? The serial <laughs> you gonna be a killer? Am up? I gonna step off the plane? It's gonna be like ten dudes. there like, welcome. Like, oh my god, oh, okay. I've been tricked, mama. I love you. I'm not gonna make it out. But the one thing I would not have been thinking is. Is he's broke now, right like who anybody who says that is lying like you never would have thought he was
2: broke <laughs> no <I wouldn't>. never <laughs> everything <laughs> else I, but know that. <laughs> I know we answer your your question mind you but that's being broke is the lesser right. of all the evils oh you just broke <laughs> you trying to
0: scam me well nah i ain't gonna give you 20k i, don't, I ain't even got it <laughs> no and, and the funny yeah, thing, like, the funny thing
1: <laughs> for me is like you gonna try to scam me i'll be like Yo, bro, you didn't know? I ain't got no money. <laughs>
3: like, right. I'd be mean, like, ha-ha, you the joke's on, <laughs> joke
1: on you. I thought you had the money. I thought you right. had the money. Because <laughs> I don't want to date no 20-year-old black girl. So we'd right. be like, boo. Uh, <laughs> I got student loans, okay? <laughs> like, I got loans. You, I, you know, they, I just defaulted on those as a right. matter of fact so my credit score is not good enough for this damn right Again, I, was and then I was gonna, gonna ask like,
2: you like can you help me with these loans real right. quick I was gonna
1: be like I was gonna ask you for money <laughs> look look, mess, my 20 year old self mess around I got approved for some money for real like used, his, used that fake check and got approved I'd call him like yo and then go through but I'd be in my calling y'all right. like yo I got, I got a money. credit card
0: for 50k what we doing yes gas, yes, yeah. yes yes, yes. He don't oh, want none man. of this. We worse than broke. We right. ain't. He don't want to do this.
2: Never would have picked me.
0: I have negative money. I right. have negative oh, money. Are you saying
2: it's uh, <laughs> so... U.S. Americans? We are in mad student loan debt. You know, yeah. we, we're scam, not the people to pick. He picked the right people. He
0: picked the right people, but but we we say all that to say that you guys should send yes, us more yes. questions and feel free to feel free to send us medical questions and not questions about our personal lives and if we're single and who are we dating and all of that stuff you know yeah I mean you can send them
2: but the depends them. on who's asking but um, I mean we're not getting any tender swindlers Do- Dr. out here Doctor Chris says so it depends on who's asking,
1: asking. <laughs> um.
2: Doctor Chris is open <laughs> <laughs>
0: she she I'm
1: joking you know Doctor
0: Dr Dr that's very Dr yes. Chris. Yeah, say that's that. something yeah. I right. say,
1: but, but who wants to know? Right. That is Dr
0: Chris. Right. Who who, who's I, know who I, that's I know. I know who it's not. Chris, Chris, I know who it's not. I know it's not Sergi Baka. If you
1: oh, if you're listening for some if any if for any reason Wish. somebody out there knows Serge, Dr Chris needs <laughs> to <laughs> talk to him, okay? Got the biggest crush
0: you know, he just got if traded. Yeah. He just got traded to the champions. He just got for traded real? to the books. Hey, if we
1: don't really, put it out there, then it'll the never movie. happen. So listen, Serge, we are happy for your trade. We hope it works out for you. Happy. But we got this wonderful black doc here, right. Dr. Chris, who would love just, you know, a couple of drinks, a little happy hour or something like that. I got a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I got benefits, <laughs> right? So,
2: I mean... I don't want your money. Yo, that's if you. I will tag him on this, like, recent oh post. Oh, my gosh. Episode. And if he comments, I will send it directly to you. If he comments, listen. You do what I you wouldn't will. even know what to I
0: don't say. know. I you know what? know what? You know what, Serge? If you are listening, I'm going to be honest with you, Serge. Listen. Listen up, bro. Now, I understand that this trade may not work in your favor. Because you just went from uh, being, being in Los Angeles, which Dr. Chris would love to be, to be in Milwaukee, which I don't know if Chris would ever go to Milwaukee for any reason whatsoever. That depends. So I understand that the cards that 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 the depends. cards may not be heavily <laughs> in your favor. That's
1: Sunshine.
0: But all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is you might still have someone to keep you warm I, in Milwaukee. I could do Aww. it. I could do it. If that's what you
1: want. <laughs> I got you. I got, I got a good job. and <laughs> I got benefits.
0: Cutting out, I'm cutting out like half, half of this. Oh <laughs> you have no God. idea. Back to sunshine. I'm, I'm cutting out so much. Make sure, you, make sure you you put the surge so- part
1: in there because surge. <laughs> Dr. Chris needs you. No surge,
0: surge, surge. Oh my gosh! It- my chocolate kiss is gonna be simple. My chocolate kiss is just gonna go out to the city of Los Angeles, uh, and I only say that because I feel like within the last two weeks, uh, basically after I got back from one of the trips that I took. I kind of feel like this place is starting to finally feel more like home. And um, and I, I don't know. I feel like in my life I've done a lot of moving. And we've been here actually since October. But I've actually started to like get in a groove and grocery stores and coffee shops and stuff. And I'm starting, It's starting to really grow on me. And shout out to L.A. because there's some real bright spots in L.A. It's a huge city. So, of course, there's some things that are kind of sketchy about it and things that they need to work on. But ultimately, I'm really, you know, my love for L.A. is growing. That's all, I
1: love it. Which is
0: on brand with the whole inse the whole insecure talk we just had. So, which is very LA. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at.
1: My chocolate kiss goes out to my mother that's celebrating um 75 years on this planet. Oh, so.
0: that's
3: what! Tell me, happy Birthday. birthday. Oh.
1: So, of course, when this episode comes out, her birthday would have you know come and gone. But she is you know all about a celebration. So, happy birthday, mom hope it was amazing and wonderful. Here's to 75 wonderful years.
2: Oh, I was giving my chocolate kiss to, so now is Black Chicago Restaurant Week in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So I want to give my chocolate kiss to all the um, restaurants that are participating and you will have my business um, because I am off for the next Mm -hmm. 10 days. (laughs) So I will try and visit as many as I can. Um but yeah, no, I, I, I applaud you guys for um you know taking part in the uh in the activities and um looking forward to trying some of your awesome food. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I dig Chris, you did yours. You
1: gave it the surge. I did, but you know. What? You reneging on the surge? No, 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 I'm not I I can't renege on surge. I've uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's been it. it's been years that I've been pining. <laughs> But it sounds it sounds a little creepy.
0: <laughs> Remember one time we were like at the at the hospital in County, and you know how you can see like the United Center from like the window. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you know the bull, you know the Bulls is playing uh the, the, whatever Don't team he was wish. on. I'm like, girl, I'm like, girl, Serge Ibaka right over there. We could we 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 could just go. We could just go. We just I go. <laughs> know. I wish. I wish. Anyway, okay, guys, we are going to bid you for a while. But before we go, no, no, please tell the people where to find us.
2: okay y'all so be sure to follow us on our instagram our twitter and our facebook our handle is at the chocolate mds please send us questions at um our gmail which is the chocolate mds at gmail.com and be sure to check on our website which is www.thechocolatemds.com for any new updates and also you can stream our episodes um from that website And you can also send uh, questions from our uh, Q&A box that is on the homepage for our website. So be sure to follow us there. Keep an update for upcoming episodes. And we hope to hear more from you. And that's all.
0: All right. Bye, guys. See you next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.